0: Hi, and welcome to Freelance to Founder Shorts. I'm Preston Lee. I am Clay Mosley, and you've probably heard
1: our in-depth coaching calls with everyday freelancers who want to scale their business.
0: Now, we're helping even more freelancers each week with Freelance to Founder Shorts, five to ten minute episodes focused on answering one question from a listener like you. To promote your business on our show and get your question answered, visit FreelanceToFounder.com slash ask. And now let's dive into today's question.
1: Hey, my name is Chase. I am the host of Honest ECommerce commerce and the co-founder of Electric Eye. And most of my time is spent talking to merchants in the e-commerce space. And I think one of the toughest questions to answer from a founder's perspective is, do I have product market fit or, you know, how can I know if I have it or what are some tests that I can do to figure out if I'm on the right track? So my question would be, do you guys have any tips or tricks to try to help Identify if you have product market fit or any sort of litmus test or gut check uh, that you've heard of out there to, to try to figure that hard concept out. Thanks.
0: Chase, what's up, man? Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, long-time listeners may recognize Chase's voice. We actually chatted with him on a previous episode and excited to hear her voice again. Glad things are going well. I have some initial thoughts on this product market fit thing, and we will get into them and Clay's answers right after this quick message from our sponsors. We get people coming on the show all the time, and here's what they say. I know you guys preach the importance of hiring, but where do I even start in order to hire the right person? Well, here's your answer. Start with LinkedIn jobs. I've used LinkedIn to hire members of my team, and here's why you should too. First of all, it's super fast. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Imagine this time tomorrow, you could be interviewing your next team member. Plus, LinkedIn isn't just a job board, it helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Over 70% of active LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not hiring on LinkedIn, you're really missing out. My favorite part, posting a job on LinkedIn is completely free. Like I said, I've done it myself and it took like 10 minutes. It didn't cost me a thing. And suddenly I had tons of qualified applicants to pick from. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I think generally the question is like, just how do I, what's like a good, a good gut check or litmus test for a product market fit which I think can apply like Chase said here to his clients who are e-commerce people but I think it really works for anyone like if a freelancer wants to introduce a new service or or whatever how do I know you know if if that's going to really fit with my audience or my market mm, got it okay. and maybe I'll kick this one off if you want uh, yeah. I know we agree on a couple uh, options and that is like There's the pre-sell option, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, And I'd love for you to talk about your – I saw that uh, talk you did about pre-selling your course Mm. or something. So you can chat about that in a sec. But like we both love the idea of pre-selling. So before you ever make anything, just sell it, (laughs) which Mm -hmm. I know sounds crazy. But like put up a landing page and see if people buy it. That to me, if if people are willing to lay down their credit card to pre-order something – or even to just order something and you deliver it a little bit later, like that to me is the ultimate gut check for a product market fit. Can you get yeah. people to agree to it when it doesn't even exist yet?
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Pre-selling is is the way to go. I So this is, since this is like e-commerce, what I would do is you could package it as like hot new products kind of section. You know what I mean? Mm. And or 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 something like that. Like, don't I would say like instead of instead of just like putting it out there to, for the world to to buy in, in, in normal fashion, normal e-commerce fashion, I would actually create a whole section on a website and says, "Hey, uh, here's some new products," and and only put them up for a certain period of time, yeah, and see what happens. I mean, mm. this is this is basically what you're selling. What you're saying is. It's pre-selling, but this is like e-commerce uh, uh, way of doing it. Is like, hey, we got new products, and and do that as a as a test run. And so whenever whenever you you are talking to vendors, um, one I would go with your gut uh, as far mm-hmm. as what you think mm-hmm. like what you would think you would sell. And if your gut's saying yes, explain this to the vendor, saying, hey, we're gonna put this up on our uh, on our uh, new product section. But we're only like this is the, our way of testing it out, and if we mm. get x number of orders, then we will reorder or whatever. What yeah. I don't know how how that works with him.
0: Um Yeah, but you, yeah. you buy like twenty five or fifty yeah. or what? You know, depending on the scale of your business, you buy a very low amount as a test. And I think you could even like say with your customers, like when these are gone, they might yep. be gone forever. We might not reorder any of these.
1: Yeah, and. um they, yeah. There's a couple of ways you could do that. Yeah. You could say like, Hey, they'll, they'll be gone. Um, also like on, on that, just kind of adding to it. I, I, I think, I think what could be done is saying, Hey, here actually being very literal with it and say, Hey, here's a pre-sale. It would be available mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. X date. We only got 20 of these. And then that way you can see how fast they fly off the shelf.
0: Yep. I agree with that. I love – there's also this company uh, here in Utah near me um, that sells T-shirts, and I've bought a few of theirs. And they do this thing I've not seen many other people do, but they use social media to validate their products before they ever print them. So, like, Mm, mm -hmm. they'll do, like, a theme, like, you know, uh, Kindness Week or something, and they'll they'll create four different T-shirt designs. And then they'll post them on Instagram and, and you vote for your favorite by typing like something like I commit to buy number four or whatever. Right. And so you vote for your favorite and sort of subliminally say like, I'm willing to buy it. Uh, And of course, like they don't hold you to it, but they get a, they get a feel then for like how many people are willing to buy certain designs. And then those are the ones that they put in their stores and then they make them available and they, they post it back on the same feed that they ask people's opinions. And of course they sell. So like, I think there's ways uh, ahead of time to get a feel for what people are willing to buy without the, – the real risk here when you're talking e-commerce, the real risk is like sinking a bunch of money into inventory that you're then not going to be able to sell, right? And I just think mm-hmm. anymore, like that's, that's just not that high of a risk if you're smart with your marketing, with your pre-sales. Obviously, depending on the scale of your business, it's a little different, but I just can't imagine like don't go buy a 1,000 units of something until you know people are going to buy it.
1: Yep. Inventory can be killer. Um, yeah. in the e-commerce, yeah, I think it's, I think, uh, not carrying a high number, even if you, even if you have to pay higher per unit, um, at the beginning, just, just to see if it sells, I Mm -hmm. think is worth it. Mm -hmm. And instead of, again, like you said, ordering a thousand of them, and then now you got a thousand of, (laughs) you know, of crap item a, (laughs) <laughs> that you're trying to get rid of. Yeah. Uh, and so like, um, I, I think with, with e-commerce and this is really any retail stores, actually, I think, I think if you, if he spends like 80% of, uh, it's 80, 20 rule, 80% on the best selling products and then 20% testing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's the way to go.
0: I love that you brought that up. I used to work, uh, at a retail place and I did, um, like I worked at the corporate offices and, and worked in marketing there. And we would always talk about um, like your core products, and then surrounding your core products with add ons. And so we would hope that someone would come in and buy like mm-hmm. a $50 thing and that they would add on three $5 things, right? Yeah. And um, it's it's kind of similar, because what we would do is like, if the add on things would fly off the shelves, we'd go, okay, what can we make that's a core product that's similar to this smaller product. And it was just all about like, What are people actually buying? What do they actually want? And how can we lean into that? And maybe that seems like too simple of an answer. But to me, that's, I mean, that's the answer. It's just like you test and you watch, you pay attention, you listen. And when something hits, you go all in.
1: Yeah, it is a simple answer, but that's the, (laughs) in both of my opinion, your opinion is the best answer. (laughs) It's like, does something sell? Yes. Great. Pick it up. If not, Okay, get rid of it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, yeah. And that's and that's product market fit. Like it let's not overcomplicate it. If something sells, you've found product market fit. And if yep. it doesn't sell, it doesn't matter how cool you think it is or how cool you think people think how you know, if you think they should want it, if they don't actually want it, if they're not willing to hand over a credit card and pay for it, they they don't want it. It's not worth you investing in it. So mm-hmm.
1: one one more thing to add is um this is kind of preemptive move is, is to, is to ask the your current audience, right? Mm, it's like yeah. what, and you can do this in numerous ways. like months, what the t-shirt guys do, right? That yeah. I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like if he wants to send an email out or, or any kind of feedback or something from the current audience, it's like, Hey, what products are you just like really wanting to buy? And, and then just go buy that data. Like that's the best data ever.
0: Oh, uh, that's, that's such a good, good piece of advice. There is always the concern, like what's the famous Steve jobs quote where he's like, people don't know what they want until they, you know, it's like sometimes that's hard true. for people to say like, this is what I want, but it, you know, it depends on what you're selling too. You know, like it yep. can be really easy for, for someone to say like, I really need this piece of tech or I really need this design of a shirt or like, there are definitely industries where I think that would work. Like we're not all, we're not all Apple and changing, <laughs> changing how people use technology by inventing mm-hmm. the iPhone or whatever, which I think is what that quote came from. So I definitely think it could work in a lot of e-commerce instances for sure. Mm-hmm, for sure. Right, well, Chase, thanks so much for calling in, man. Uh, if you'd like to be on the show quickly like Chase, just submit a question at freelance2founder.com slash ask. We'd love to tackle your question and uh, we really appreciate you taking time to call in. And my friend Clay from getdrippify.com. Thanks so much, buddy.
1: Yeah, for sure. See ya.
0: Thanks for listening to this Freelance to Founder short. Subscribe in your favorite podcast player for more shorts and full-length coaching sessions each week. Freelance to Founder is a collaboration between Mellow, Dripify, and the Podglomerate. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app by visiting Freelance Freelance2Founder.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, tell us why by leaving a review. Until next time, thanks for listening. See ya. See
1: ya.